0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit boattrader.com to get started. (music)
1: I'm April Voki, and you are listening to Anchored, my chance to speak with some of the most influential people involved in the fishing world today. Join me as I travel to sit face to face with my guests in their own homes to learn more about their careers, opinions, history, relationships, and life both on and off the water. This episode is brought to you by Legerton Premium Fly Tying Materials. Leggerton has recently been bought out by a Vancouver group and is now operating out of the Lower Mainland. The guys behind this company are truly some of my favorite people in the world, and Leggerton products have always been at the top of my list. I can't think of a better partnership. Visit them on their Facebook page or place an order at orders at Legerton.com. I am excited to announce the first episode of Anchored on the Fly. Every so often, my conversation with a guest is limited by time, and so I thought a short series would be a nice way to occasionally fill the space between the bi-weekly full-length episodes. My guest in this episode is the incredibly talented fly tire, Tyler Vandermulen. Tyler is a young man who left me speechless when I met him at a trade show in Calgary, Alberta. I sat down with him to see if I could capture his story for other young people parents, people with injuries, and those of you who always appreciate a little inspiration. Enjoy! So here we are at a trade show in the only room we could find that's quiet, and that is why it is so echoey for anybody who's listening. Um, And nobody has heard you speak yet, so what they don't realize is that you are... How old? Thirteen. Thirteen, it's so cool. So uh, would you like me to call you Ty or Tyler? Tyler.
2: Tyler or Ty, it doesn't really matter.
1: Okay, so Tyler, tell me tell me your story. Where were you born and raised? I was born
2: in Calgary and I was raised in Calgary. Yeah. I've lived in Brayside for most of my life. We just recently moved to Mackenzie Town. And then we moved again to Dewinton and that's where we're living now.
1: Got it. Now do you have any brothers or sisters?
2: I have one brother.
1: And is he older? Lot he's He's 23 oh okay he's 10 years older than you are yeah
2: we have the same dad just different mom got it so
1: now tell me how you got into fishing
2: I got into fishing when I was 7 yeah when I was 7 years old I was in a cast a petri cast so my legs were in the splits because I have something that's called perthes disease and what it is is it's where my hip bone is flat and no blood can get to my leg. So I had to sit in a cast from the day after, the day of school getting out, I had to go and get into the cast and then I had to sit in the cast for the whole summer. And then the only thing that I could do was watch TV. So my mom's boyfriend taught me how to tie flies because he's a fly Mm -hmm. fisher. And then I started to tie flies is fun i used to be terrible (laughs) well wait that's normal it was a feather on hook basically (laughs) i was actually to bring a couple (laughs) and then he started to carry me down to rivers over his shoulder and bring my wheelchair down and i would sit in my wheelchair and i would he taught me how to cast over my wheelchair and i used to do everything on my wheelchair (laughs) he used to push me down the stairs
1: in the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, this is the thing. People people can't see the show, right? Which is yeah. a shame because here, here's what people can't see. How tall are you? Like 4'11". Okay. You're a pretty confident young lad. you got super cool hockey hair. You're rocking the flat brim. You know a lot of these guys and gals here at the show. You've got a tag. You're part of the show, and your tag says, Ties Flies. You are just all over the Lagerton booth. Those guys love you. <laughs> I can see why. You're super charming. Your mom is an exceptional woman, and she showed me some of the photos of you in the wheelchair. And, I mean, I'll be honest, I've I, I fished out of a wheelchair. I know what it's like to fish out of a wheelchair. I've seen people fish out of wheelchairs, but I've never, ever seen a photo like the one your mom showed me where you were had both legs in the cast, and basically having that bar between your legs because you couldn't move them, and, and seeing you on the river and being so young and learning... It's an extremely inspiring story, and it's, it's not just inspiring for children. I mean, it's inspiring for everybody. Do you realize that? No. No, you're too young to realize that right now, but it's really, really exceptional. So how old were you when you were in that photo? That photo, I was seven. Yeah, so it's been six years, so you've come a long way. Yeah, five and a half years, I think, now yeah it's a long way you know Mm -hmm. so one of the reasons I want you on the show is not only to inspire people to really follow their heart and see that there truly are no limitations but I want to talk to you as a young person who is in the industry because you really are if you're not already you're trying to be in the industry I believe yeah yeah so talk to me about that what inspires you to want to be in the fly fishing industry
2: I don't know (laughs) it's just I don't know it's fun I don't really have any friends that do it. Like it's, I'm like the only person, like only kid that I really know. One of my best friends right now is up in the East Coast. He's a traditional salmon fly tire, and his name is Julian, and he's an incredible tire and fly fisher. So I've always wanted to meet him, but never can because he's
1: on the East Coast. Alright, and you will though. You will one day. Yeah. So why fishing? I mean, apart from that, your mom's boyfriend really helped to introduce you to fishing. Now you can make your own decisions. I mean, you can go play basketball if you want. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to stick with fly fishing?
2: It's something fun. Like tying flies is really fun for me because that's basically all I do. I have my own fly tying room. I have a nice desk, a roll top desk. I just actually saved up for a Norvice. Hmm. Just got it a little while ago. You like it? Oh, I love it. It's an awesome Mm
1: -hmm. vice. It's especially nice for doing dubbing.
2: Yeah, (laughs) no
1: doubt. Do you think that you love fly tying more than fly fishing itself? I think so. Like,
2: I do more fly tying than I do fly fishing, I think. Why? I don't know. Like, I first, I fly tied before I was fishing.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And it was, I don't know, fishing, it's something that I can't do all the time. And, like, because I can't get home to the river all the time. But then fly tying, I can just sit at home and do, uh,
1: just tie at my desk and... (laughs) (laughs) Make it happen. So let me ask you this. If you had your driver's license, do you think that you would be doing a lot more fishing than tying? Probably not. Now you'd still be doing more tying? Well, if I was, if I had money,
2: then yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably... Lose a lot of money on gas getting to rivers. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> when I was, well, when I was your age, I always vowed that when I was old enough to drive, I would spend all my time fishing. And sure enough, when I was your age, I was always collecting tackle for my, my tackle box. I wasn't, I definitely wasn't fly tying at that age, but honestly, Ty, the day I turned 16, I was gone every single day <laughs> and I got a job so that I could, you know, pay, pay for gas. So yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen. So what about the kids at school? Do they think that you're... I mean, do they know how much you tie flies and fish?
2: Yeah, most people, like, make fun of it because they're not really... Like, fishing, To most kids is, like, not fun, and most kids are, like, super sportsy and, like, basketball and stuff. Like, I am, deal. Like, I play on the basketball team, and I do all that stuff, but I feel I fish more,
1: but most kids, I don't know, they just are like, ooh, fishing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what, Why do you think that it's not um, as cool as basketball?
2: I think it's cooler, but just most, like, the kids are just, like, at school, and they don't fish. Like, I have a couple, like, I think I have one friend that hunts, and that's basically it. He doesn't fish, so he wants me to take him out fishing sometime. What about the Internet? Do you think that, I mean, do kids today
1: still play lots of video games and stuff?
2: Yeah, I have I don't play video games. Like I have a PlayStation 4 and I think I have maybe th- 3 games and I don't ever play it unless it fits with my mom's boyfriend mm-hmm. if we're bored.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, what do you in your opinion, why do you think kids today, and when I say kids, like young people. I I don't know. That kids sound so derogatory, but young people, why do you think that young people aren't getting outside as much? Because of technology. Do you really do you think so? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really like technology.
2: Like I like having phones, but don't like I don't really watch TV
1: too much. So what about starting a program or something at school to get the kids outside? Because you look like a cool kid. I mean, are you one of the cool kids at school, or are you normal? Like, what 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 would you call yourself?
2: I don't know, in between. Like I have friends, but then some days it's just like they're hanging out with somebody else, and then it's like they hate me. But then the next day, it's back to being friends. Sounds like high school. What grade are you
1: in? Eighth. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it sounds like eighth grade. I promise (laughs) you it's normal. I promise you it's normal. Okay, but you're not getting thrown in lockers or anything because you're fishing. No. If you are, I will come to school and I will beat every one of those kids' asses. You tell them that I said that too. So, talk to me about um, how do we get more kids your age? Outside, it's something that you have to understand. This is a question that I'm asked daily, and and we ask ourselves daily. And everyone comes to. I'm, I'm 33 years old. I, I'm old enough to be your mom. I can't answer that question, so I'm asking you: How do we get more kids outside? Not having so many
2: like games, or not having like have like certain times that you're allowed to play games, or like for an hour, and then you have to. Go do something else. Sir.
1: Go outside? mm mm-hmm. Do you think that if they saw a bunch of people in the sport who were in their 20s, for example, and they're super cool, and they kind of look like you, and they got the flat rooms and all that fun stuff nowadays, do you think that if they saw those guys making it look cool, do you think that that might inspire them to also want to try it out?
2: Maybe. I don't know. Like, maybe if their dad did it or something,
1: mm-hmm.
2: maybe then it would be, like, maybe then... They would just try it
1: and maybe they would like it, but. Hmm, it's very interesting. So, talk to me about the future because when you're older, the eighth grade will just be a distant memory. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do when, when, what do you want to be when you grow up? A fly fishing guide. You do? Where do you want to guide? Bow River, Old
2: Man, St. Mary's, Elk River crow's nest. <laughs>
1: you want to guide up in, in this region anyway. Yeah,
2: and also up in BC a little bit. Yeah. I want to try and save up for high drift boat. You do. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Let me bring you back to your is it a, a an illness? Is it a, what would I call your like? It's
2: called Perthes disease. Perth- Perthes? Yeah, Perthes
1: disease. I
2: think there, my doctor said when I went, there's 10 20 kids in Canada that have it that's it wow Mm -hmm. so it's a really rare thing and for me it's extremely rare because I had it in my right hip or my left hip and now like when I was a lot younger so I got put in a cast but now that I'm older I have it in my left hip which it's not supposed to transfer into your hips there's not very many people that have that and Now they can't put me in a cast or do anything to it. I have to wait until I'm older to get a hip replacement. So I can't do anything about it for now. So now I just have an insult to, so I don't limp. Because one of your legs is slightly longer
1: than the other, right?
2: Yeah, well now the one that used to be flat, the bone is round again. So now blood's getting to it, but now my other hip's flat. And they
1: don't know what causes it. When you were in the wheelchair and you were fishing. What were you
2: feeling? It, I don't know. It, like, made me feel kind of like I was like, it's better than being at home and not doing anything unless it was time flies. But yeah, <laughs> it was just kind of fun to go out and fish. Never used to catch anything, but are you catching
1: stuff now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you caught something yet?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I caught. My, I. went. We went pike fishing at clear lake for the first time, and I caught twelve pike. Whoa. We always fish on the Bow River and Old Man and Livingston. And I've caught quite a few cutthroat. I haven't caught a bull yet. That's one thing that I've been working on. Lots of cutthroat, quite a few rainbow, um, brown trout. I haven't caught a brook trout. I want to catch a brook trout. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> golden trout is one of the things that's on like the top of my list because I really want to catch a golden trout.
1: Well, have any of these guys taken you
2: out yet? Fishtails, they took me out once because we got a guide, um, Terry. Mm-hmm. And he took me and Peter out for a drift. And then Josh from Outfly Fishing, he is wanting to take me out on a trip down on the bow in his boat.
1: Josh Nugent? Yeah. You must take him up on that. <laughs> yeah. Not only, he guided me before. He is an exceptional guide. One of the best fishermen I know. He did his thesis on casting, so he understands yeah. fly casting. He is—he's an eleven out of ten. You have to take him up on that. Yeah, he, yeah he would be like the best mentor to you possible. Sorry, don't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead.
2: He's um, like I've—he just bought Westwinds, hmm. which used to be right beside one of my old schools. And I used to walk there every day at lunch, and then I would go buy fly tying material <laughs> at the shop. But Josh wasn't there yet. Then it was just Randy.
1: So how old do you have to be in Alberta to be able to work?
2: Um. Well, I have like a part job out fly fishing. You do. Yeah, I just are sort of, like if they need the floor cleaned or something. I have a store credit. Yeah. And what they do is whenever they get bottles, they'll give the bottles to me, and then I bring them to the dump, and then I go back, and I get store credit for however much the, they got for the bottles. And then I they would call me, and then I would mop the floor, clean the floor, help out, um, organize rods, price the rods, and just help out around the
1: store. Well, let me tell you this. You... Are- should not be made fun of. You're so far ahead of the game. If the world ends tomorrow, you're going to know how to go ahead and feed yourself. The rest of these kids don't have a clue. Yeah, It's pretty disappointing. Who do you look up to most in the fly fishing industry?
2: I always look up to my mom's boyfriend. Yeah. Now I'm teaching him how to try flies.
1: Oh, cool. <laughs>
2: I'm teaching him how to pack and spin deer her and just a bunch of different things.
1: When you're walking the river, and it's quiet, and you have time to think, what kind of stuff do you think about?
2: The biggest fish possible in the river.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're such a boy. Oh, my God. See, you have to understand. So you're 13. So when I started going on the river every day alone, I was only three years older than you. It's not a big difference, is it? No. And And I was always trying to think about being independent and... You know, trying to get away from a lot of the kids at school who are just awful. Do you ever think about that stuff? Or you just want to go fishing?
2: Not really. Like, I just want to go fishing and,
1: like, I don't try and, like, I don't
2: think about anything at school. That's how I am whenever I'm out of school. It would be cool to have another podcast with you when you're 30. <laughs> Do you have your own website? I'm not a website, but I have a Facebook and, and what's it Instagram. Called? At Ties Flies. So, T-Y apostrophe S flies? Yeah. And I think, yeah, I have like 385 followers on Facebook and 375 on Instagram, I believe.
1: This is exciting. So look, we might not have an opportunity to talk again for, I don't know, 10 years. So let's talk. Let me just make a deal with you on, on this, okay? I want you to promise me a couple things. Okay. One, that you... Really let Josh Nugent in your life. Yeah. Okay. Two, that if you do become a guide, you start putting money away monthly, even if it's only a hundred bucks a month, not towards a boat, but to <laughs> something just in case you get sick or you have another injury. Yeah. Three, that you start telling the kids at school that they're really missing out. <laughs> what do you think?
2: Okay.
1: And four, that if you ever need anything in this industry that you ask me.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, and I do not offer that lately. <laughs> do you have anything that you would like to add or to ask me? What's one
2: of your favorite rivers that you fished?
1: Ooh. That's good. <laughs> Any river in BC.
2: Any river in BC? Any
1: river in BC. Especially the ones that most people have never heard of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I try fishing the Sukina for steelhead. it's must be.
1: The Sukina? Yeah. The, the Sukina in BC? When are you going to come?
2: I'm not sure. Me and Peter are trying to save up for a trip and then we're doing a hire a guide and still I'm trying to save up for a spay rod, echo spay rod. Mm-hmm. I have an echo reel for it. Um, already an echo reel, but not a rod. Ah, see all the more reason to work at the shop, right? Yeah, well that's where I'm getting it from is Josh's.
1: And that concludes this episode of Anchored. Please be sure to take a moment to leave a review about Anchored on iTunes and tune in next time when I sit down with Gary Borger. Thanks for listening.
0: I'm Will Cooper and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.